This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the award-winning program, Exceptional Women, on Magic 106.7. This is Sue Tab, and this morning, I am joined by a woman who is a wife, mother, nurse, cancer survivor, and so much more. She is Lisa Cavallaro, and she is also the co-chair of this year's North Shore Cancer Walk. She visits with us today to tell us about juggling her busy life and her personal and professional experiences with both North Shore Cancer Center and North Shore Medical Center. Welcome, Lisa. Good morning. Well, you are a lifelong resident of Salem, Massachusetts. I know that's where the walk generally takes place when it wasn't virtual, the North Shore Cancer Walk. Um, and and one of a very large family, 14 children in your family. Tell me about growing up in such a large family. What was that like? So um, I love growing up in such a large family. I have seven brothers and six sisters. Oh, my God. Um, I was born here at the North Shore Medical Center and still work here 41 years later. Growing up with such a big family taught me um, a lot of life lessons. Um, One of the biggest things it taught me was to take care of each other, (laughs) which ironically, you know, um, I took care of all my siblings. There was always babies in my family, right? Yeah. So ironically, I grew up as a very caring and um, nurturing person. Um, You know, they say it takes a village, right? Well, we had our own village. You know, I never needed a play date. We always had each other. We we weren't very um, financially sound um, growing up with 14 children, but it didn't matter because we had much more. We had a lot of love. We had a lot of of fond, fond memories. We shared lots of pairs of sneakers and shoes. Um, (laughs) But growing up in such a big family kind of taught me um, how to raise my children and also um, it gave me the ability to care for others. I went on, ironically, to become a um, nurse, and I started off in the orthopedic world and ended up as a labor and delivery nurse because I was always taking care of babies, right? Um, And it just, it really taught me to be connected, and it also taught me about the community of Salem, Massachusetts, and that also helped me get involved in the cancer walk here at the hospital. Lisa, talk a little bit about your career path, because, I mean, it's pretty rare that somebody stays at one place throughout their entire career. 
Um, you were 16 years old, I think, when you started as just a candy striper, and and you've been there ever since. Just talk a little bit about your progression. Sure. So when I was a little girl, I grew up in Castle Hill in Salem, which is um, right on off one of the main streets in Salem, and it is very, very close to, at that time, Salem Hospital. And ironically, we're switching over from North Shore Medical Center to Salem Hospital today, and I keep joking with Dr. Roberts, the president, saying, if you stay here long enough, you're going to go back to the same name, right? Exactly. Um, so- now, as I, I, I refer now to Nausha Medical Salem Hospital, because pe- people from Salem, just for the record, ca- still call it Salem Hospital and never switch to Nausha Medical Center. Right. So us, um, us Salem, Salem people, we always called it Salem Hospital. So I grew up as a little girl in a close neighborhood, and I could see the hospital from my house, and I always looked at that big building on the hill, and I watched it grow, and I watched the Davenport building be, you know, be built when I was a very little girl, and I used to say to my parents, I'm going to work there one day. I'm going to help people, and I'm going to go work there. Um, and, you know, as a little girl, I thought, oh, well, maybe I won't, but... Um, at, when I was a sophomore in high school, when I was a freshman in high school, I knocked on the front door in the volunteer office, and back then they had a soda shop right up in the front where Human Resources is now, and I said, um, I want to volunteer. And they said, oh, no, you're too young. You know, you're only a freshman. You've you, you got to be at least a sophomore. You've got to be at least 16. I said, okay. So I knocked on the door when I was 16, and I said, I really want to volunteer at Salem And you Hospital. said, I'm back, and I'm of age. <laughs> Here I am. Yep. I'm back. So they actually said, okay, at the time, way back when, we were candy stripers. So we were a little pinafore, pink and white. I look back at it now, and then we have Barbie dolls here at the hospital with the candy striper. And I thought, wow, that was me. So I worked in the soda shop, and I used to make um, sodas for the visitors that used to come to see their sick sick loved ones, and even for the staff. And I always looked up at the nurses and thought, oh, wow, they're really, they have a great job. They have a great career. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to do that someday. So I progressed on in high school and decided I wanted to go into nursing school. So um, all my schooling has all been at, at in Salem, Massachusetts. Um, and I became, I got into Salem State College, ironically. My parents couldn't afford anything differently, and I actually worked and paid my way through school back then. Hey, nothing school. wrong with a state school. <laughs> I have a UMass graduate. <laughs> exactly. And back then, uh, it was uh, $450 for a semester, so I worked oh. as a and I did my little candy striper volunteering. So once I got into nursing school and I completed my first clinical, I continued to volunteer, and I said, hmm, I should probably become a nurse's aide because that would help me get a job when I got out of school. Right. So I transitioned to a float nurse's aide, and I got to meet a a, array of people in, in this place, and I just thought it was great that I could get to go and meet patients and work on different floors, you know, cancer floors and medical floors and surgical floors. I went all over the place. Um, and also I saw an ad at the same time for a bed maker in the postpartum mother's floor. And I thought, oh, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. I want to be a labor and delivery nurse someday. So I did that as well. Every Saturday when I wasn't working as a nurse's aide, I made beds on the postpartum floor. And I just emulated the nurses that work there. I thought, what a job. You get to help mothers learn about their new babies, right? Yeah. Talking so, about a very long time ago, right? Right, and but what you really worked your way up from the I, bottom, going all the way up, 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 up. I mean, you've done a lot of different jobs, but why did you stay? I mean, you can be a nurse anywhere. Why have you always stayed there? Um, because Salem Hospital, through my years, has been so rewarding to me. Being a nurse in general is the most rewarding career that I can 
think of. Mm-hmm. Um, able to switch shifts. I work day shift. I work evening shift. I work night shift. I work every other weekend. I worked every other holiday. And one would think, wow, what a burden, right? I would do double shifts. I would, I, I would do everything. And it's always been this place is a family to me. And to many people, because a lot, I mean, mo- I have, I'm in charge of 100 nurses, and a lot of my wow. nurses here and don't ever go anywhere, right? Wow. And that, that's a, that says something about the organization you work for, for sure. But talk about, you just were saying your shifts. Like when you're a nurse, you don't work nine to five. You know, you work nights, you work weekends, you work holidays. I mean, a hospital is never closed. So how did you do that as a mom? I mean, you have two kids. You have a daughter, Molly, a son, Peter. Um, right. What was it like managing a nursing career, especially when they were young, and being, you know, a mom? And that was the beauty of being a nurse is that I could switch shifts. I could work the day shift. I could work the evening shift. So, you know, when they were very little, I worked evening shift. When they got into preschool, I needed to be able to get them on the bus with my husband. And my husband and I, by the way, also always worked opposite shifts. (laughs) So that's what we just had to juggle. But part of going back to the large family was that I had my sisters. You know, there was a time when my, my two kids, she was a bus driver in Salem, and my two kids would have to ride the bus all afternoon and then go to her house and babysit till I got there at nine o'clock at night yeah. and, and it was a juggle trust me you know my children were very very involved in all the athletic um my son was a three-sport athlete my daughter was a dancer and a cheerleader and it was it, it was busy yeah but if you love your job and you love what you do you love your job and it's not work it's it's rewarding and it's it's it's, it's so satisfying Well said. For those of you just joining us, good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and today we are talking with Lisa Cavallaro, co-chair of the North Shore Cancer Walk. Let's get back to our conversation. So let's talk a little bit about your involvement with the North Shore Cancer Walk. I mean, it makes sense. You're a nurse. It makes sense. But you have a much deeper personal connection. First, you were, it was back in 1991 that you formed a team for the very first ever North Shore Cancer Walk, and you've been with it since day one. Why was that always important to you? Because back then, you didn't have as personal of a connection as you have now. So that, that is correct. So I had worked on the medical surgical floors for six years, and I was new to labor and delivery in 1991. I was a brand new nurse, and I was the young nurse, the 20-year-old young nurse, and I needed to sort of figure out how to form a connection with them. And uh, there was a notice that the cancer walk was happening, and I thought, oh, God, I don't know any – no one in my family has cancer, mm-hmm. but this, like, seems like a fun thing. Let me sign up to be a team captain, and I'll form a team. So I didn't know how it was going to go. I formed my team, and I didn't even really have a good name for the team, right? But I was a new labor and delivery nurse, so I had just done a delivery. It was a 10-pound baby that this mom had. I got permission. I said to her, can I take your baby's footprints because I'm going to be walking the cancer walk and I need a team name. And I think I'm a labor and delivery nurse. So what a better name than baby steps, right? Oh, I love it. What printed her baby up the t-shirt and I got them printed in our first, very first team. We had some pink and some blue. You had your choice and it was baby steps. And shortly after I formed the team, all these people, all my colleagues were coming up to me going, my mother died of cancer. Could you walk in honor of her, in memory of her? Or my sister-in-law has cancer. Would you walk in memory of her? And from there, from 1991 on, my team just continued to grow immensely. 
Yeah. Well, and then you had, you know, cancer really hit home because your brother and you were diagnosed. Talk a little bit about that. That is correct. So in February of 2010, my oldest brother, Bobby, was diagnosed with stomach and esophageal cancer. In, in my family, we all, heart attacks is our thing. So we had no history of, of stomach and esophageal oh. cancer. And if you read the statistics for that, you know, it, even in 2010, pretty much it's a deadly disease. Well, my, I'm very happy to say my brother is 11 years post-cancer um, treatment. Oh, he had, wonderful. Had, had his surgery at Mass General because it was an enormous surgery. He yep. had chemo, radiation, and today he is, we are still lucky enough to have him. And, you know, one of his wishes when we didn't know if he was going to um, survive or not was to go camping. So in June of the same year of 2010, we all went camping, all us, the whole whole family went camping. We had several campsites. and we That's had a big a group. Big group. <laughs> Lots of laughs. And again, we didn't know we were going to lose my oldest brother, right? So we were sitting around the campfire, and for some reason, I had touched my face, and I felt like a little lump in my face, on the left side of my face. And I thought, hmm, what's that? Kind of ignored it, being, a, you know, the nurse that I am. I take care of other people and don't take care of myself. Kind of ignored it. And then, um, long story short of it, um, I was eventually diagnosed with um, malignant, metastatic melanoma. Um, it was devastating. So now my poor mom had two children um, in their 50s that were both diagnosed with um, cancer. Wow. It was a very long treatment. Um, I'll never forget. I was the nurse in the family, so I, was the, I went to my brother for all of his oncology appointments at the Mass General North Shore Cancer Center right here in Danvers. Um, and I can speak forever about that place. You know, because most people in their 50s are like, oh, okay, you have cancer. You're going right over the bridge to Boston, right? And that's right. not very, very helpful, I have to say. But both of us are very um, devout workers, and we both want to be to be treated locally. So we, I went to him for his first visit, and when they put the bracelet on him and we were sitting in the waiting room waiting to see his oncologist, I looked around and I said, BL, I said, you're too young to be here. And, you know, we, we were very teary, and he said, I know. But as you know, his story was a success. It was a long haul, but it was success. And then six months later, here I am sitting in the same cancer center waiting to see my oncologist with the bracelet on. Well, boy, at an eye-opener. Yeah. But that bracelet represents a lot for me today um, because when, my, when my, one of my colleagues was diagnosed, I said to her, the hardest part about this whole struggle is going to be to get that cancer bracelet on. And she goes, what do you mean? And then she called me the day she went and got her cancer bracelet put on for her breast cancer. So I'm, I'm very connected to that bracelet. But the reality is, is that the, North Shore, the, the, the Mass General North Shore Cancer Center is just amazing. Yeah. I was able, through all of my surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, and my brother as well, we were able to stay right here on the North Shore and get top-class cancer care. You know, my oncologist would weekly um, conference call, at the time it was conference, now I'm sure it's soon, with um, the providers at Mass General. And even though I wasn't directly going to Mass General every single day for my treatments, I felt like I was very connected to Mass General in Boston, with the, where I feel our, our docs are experts, but they're also experts there. Yeah. And I know, Lisa, I also was very recently treated at the North Shore Cancer Center, Mass General North Shore Cancer Center, and I can't say enough about the care I received, and it was important for me as well to be local um, so that I could, you know, minimize the time, um, the downtime, and they are just angels there. And um, I want to talk a little bit about how we can support 
the North Shore Cancer Center, and that would be with the upcoming 31st annual North Shore Cancer Walk, which I know this year, last year I was a co-chair, and this year uh, you were kind enough to step in, and you're a co-chair. So talk a little bit about about the walk. Um, Why did you want to step up at this level at this point? So after 30 years of doing the walk, in participating in the walk, when I actually did have my cancer, I rode the, sh- I have to say I didn't walk, I w- rode the trolley though, <laughs> and I was captain, because I just couldn't, when I was going through my treatments, walk, and I just feel even, so even now more than ever, I, I feel a little bit robbed that it's virtual, however, I still feel like it can make an enormous impact, because I am a figure in the community, everyone in the community knows me, um, I feel like we can, you know, we still need to raise money for these families and our loved ones that are suffering with cancer and diagnosed with cancer. And there's so much more hope now than there was 10 years ago, right? There, there's so much new, so many new treatments that now when someone comes up to me to, to talk to me, and I've had several colleagues come up to me, you know, being at the hospital for 41 years and say, how did you do it? You know, and I say to them, Every day when I wake up, I look at the glass half full. I never look at it half empty. So mm-hmm. don't look at cancer as a half full person. Look at you know as a half empty. Look at it as a, I got this. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to fight this. And so I'm a very big advocate for not only patients, but for my colleagues as well. And I just feel like this year, we, we did walk last year, so I formed a smaller team. I didn't have my team of 125 people, oh but God. I formed a smaller team. Well, my smaller team was my family, so that was 60 people. Uh, so oh we still God. walked, and every year we change our T-shirts based on who we're walking for, and it, they're just very colorful. And it just means something to me to come over that finish line. And I wasn't not going to come over the finish line last year. We did it at the Willows. We walked as a family. We stayed socially distant. And we had to cross that finish line, right? Because it's just so memorable when you do it in person with thousands of people. Yeah. And you see the faces on those T-shirts. And they all are connected to somebody, right? Yep. I've done the walk many times. And it is the most inspiring day. So this year, um, as you mentioned... Um, it's not the traditional walk. It's virtual again. It's on Sunday, June 27th. Talk about how people can start fundraising, how they can start a team, what they can do now. So what they have to do is hop on to NorthShoreCancerWalk.org and sign up as a captain. And with social media today, people will give. You know, it doesn't matter if it's $5 or $500. Every dollar that you make counts. You know, my co-chair, Vicki Mori, um, she, in the height of COVID last year, she's walking in, in, in honor of her mom, and she actually started making masks. Her and her mom sewed masks, and she can give you the statistics, but it's unbelievable how much money she has made. Yeah, she-, she made a lot of masks. I have two of her masks, I believe, and she said the demand, like, they could barely keep up. They could barely keep, barely keep up. She, she made thousands and thousands of dollars. Good for masks. them. Yeah, that is amazing. Talk about what the proceeds, what they use the money for, because I think people would be surprised at how far we've come in this battle. Sure. So the proceeds from the 2021 walk will be used to continue providing important services at Mass General North Shore Cancer Center, including genetic counseling, clinical trials, palliative care, palliative care is end-of-life care, support groups, nutrition, 
wellness services, acupuncture, massage, Reiki, that all those things that are so important to the person that who is afflicted with cancer. They also support the use of cold caps, which help in the prevention of chemotherapy hair loss, which is a traumatic side effect for oncology patients. I actually had a nurse that we walked for three years ago have breast cancer, and she utilized the cold caps. And I remember her coming into my office one day saying, oh, my God, it's so expensive, but I can't lose my hair. Mm-hmm. And she was in tears. And so all this money is going to to raise for the little things like massage and Reiki. I took advantage of all those things. And the library that they have at the North Shore Cancer Center, um, it just funds will be used to also purchase a sophisticated scope to provide superior magnification for complex oncology surgeries at Salem Hospital. Every dollar helps. Oh, yeah. And we say that all the time. We've been talking about it on the morning show on Magic 106.7 here. And um, we talk about it all the time. We're like, look, if it's five dollars, if it's ten dollars, you know, it every single bit helps. And you don't realize until, you know, you're affected personally. And I and I was earlier this year how far and what they can do now because of the commitment of so many people, because of the generosity and the donations that they've had over the past 31 years, you know, you talk to some of these doctors and even what they can do now versus five or 10 years ago, it's like night and day. And people are benefiting from that and our children and our grandchildren will benefit from that. So it's important now to raise that money and to continue to raise that money. And people can walk, talk a little bit about how people can walk. They don't have to walk on June 27th. They don't have to do the actual walk route. They can do however... However, wherever they want and however long they want, right? Correct. You can form a team and walk wherever you want and when you want. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it's, I think they're collecting until December of this year, so we even have longer. You can walk as far. You can walk down your street. You can walk by the beach. You can be on vacation and, and do a walk and dedicate a walk. It doesn't matter. You know, uh, raising funds is critical to, to support the world-class cancer right here on the North Shore. You know, I hope everyone will go to the NorthShoreCancerCenter.org and register as an individual walker or register a team or make a donation. You don't even have to be a team captain. You can just go on and, and make a donation. Every, I mean, I am living proof that the funds that go to this walk um, help. And, you know, cancer has hit me in many, many different ways. I lost two colleagues this year, two very young colleagues, one of my nurses, who was diagnosed and passed away in 31 days, and a physician that I work with, and both my age. So it really hits home, and, you know, and I'm getting them involved in the walk this year. And it really, every dollar counts. Yeah, and I think it's important because, you know, all of us at some point, I mean, 20 years ago, you didn't have any cancer in your family, and now you've had, you know, you've lost your mother, you've lost, you know, you've been diagnosed, sister-in-law, your brother. It's amazing how widespread it is now and how many people are so personally impacted by this, and so this is something we've got to, we've got to eradicate this, and we've, and I think we're really making huge progress, especially because of people like you. You are amazing. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) You are, and thank you. I know that you're stepping into my shoes as co-chair, and you're going to kill it. And I hope that uh, I wish you continued good health. And I know that you're you're going to continue to raise some um, some some good money for for the North Shore Cancer Center. So thank you for all you do. And just as a nurse in general, nurses are amazing people. I have a sister who's a nurse, and a sister-in-law who's a nurse. And I can tell you something: I couldn't do it for a day. You guys, to me, are angels. 
I am so privileged to be a nurse. My daughter is an ICU nurse here and has had one heck of a year in the ICU. My son-in-law is a nurse here at the hospital. My son works in healthcare as well. It's, um, it, it, I don't look at it as a job. I, it, it's a privilege to be a nurse and to be able to take care of people and make a difference in their lives. Well, thank you, Lisa. Lisa Cavallaro, thank you for joining us today. Again, NorthShoreCancerWalk.org if you want to register, if you want to uh, donate, whatever, find more information. It's NorthShoreCancerWalk.org. Thank you, Lisa. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. We'd like to thank Lisa Cavallaro, co-chair of the 2021 North Shore Cancer Walk. Your work with the North Shore Cancer Center is truly making a difference. It's been my pleasure to have you as my guest today. I'm Sue Tab, and along with Kendra Petroni, my producer, I want to thank you all for listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. We talk to all kinds of women, CEOs, authors, celebrities, but we also love to find the people who are just quietly making a difference. Teens, neighbors, co-workers. Being exceptional is about having an inspirational story or a mission or even just a dream. So let us know if you know someone like that. You can email us or go to magic1067.com and click on Exceptional Women and then join me and Kendra Petroni every Sunday morning at 7.30. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your Sunday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 